Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. NHL draft. NIL. All things and then some that Bill Roberts can entertain. He joins us in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. He's the commissioner of the USHL and beyond. Bill, thank you for joining us tonight. Always a pleasure, Mike, to speak to you and the great uh, listeners out there in WCCO land. Now, you were at the, in Montreal for the draft, correct? I was. What was, what was that like from your perspective? What do you do? What do you get done? And what, what was it like? Well, uh, it's twofold for for me and my current role as the United States Hockey League Commissioner. We had our summer business meetings in Montreal in connection with the NHL draft. So we had those all day Thursday, and then uh, uh, those meetings, and uh, we went to the Bell Center to celebrate hopefully the success of that moment uh, of the NHL draft for uh, former alums and players that are currently playing in the United States Hockey League. And it was a banner banner first day, banner draft overall. Yeah, you said 57 overall were taken in the draft? Yes, and that, and that was the fifth consecutive year we've had over 50 players drafted into the uh, NHL, which is incredible for our league. Well, there's not much better marketing to it. Hey, guys, we had 50-some kids drafted. What more do you need to know, right? Absolutely. And, and 98% of those kids will go on to play Division One college hockey. Most of them have already accepted um, uh, uh, commitments to play at universities all across the United States. So it's a testament to the great league. And to, frankly, Mike, I didn't know that much about the league before I came came into it i've learned a lot and the league is really a feeder system into into both college hockey and the nhl and it is the premier tier one league in 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 the world right now does anyone go from the ushl right to uh you know where they excel and they they jump and they go right to a a professional team Uh, there's there's probably a couple uh every other year or so that go i don't believe anybody this year will will jump right to the NHL, but you never know uh, what what could happen and what kind of money is thrown at some of these players. And, you know, we had the third overall pick this year, Logan Cooley. Yeah, we were talking uh, about him. Who played with the national development team, and they have a great program uh, overall uh, over over in uh, outside of Detroit, Michigan. But I have to say, um, 
in the past, we've had the first two players picked in the draft before, uh, before I was in the league. And it just, every year, it seems to build up and the amount of scouts that come to our games, NHL scouts, is over, over the top. Sometimes there's up to 20 to 25 scouts at several of these USHL games. Has it changed a lot since you worked for the Wild in terms of uh, uh, the intensity of, of scouting and how we produce them here in the U.S.? And I mean, has that changed dramatically, or has, has it always been kind of a, a scouts grinders league where you go to the USHL and, and keep turning up the, the rocks to find out what you can find? Well, I, I think it used to be like that uh, quite a bit. Um, when I started back with the Mighty Ducks and the Wild, uh, it was kind of a grinder where you had all your scouts and, and, and all your bird dog scouts out looking at uh, talent all over the country. But now they have all these select camps, and the USHL has several uh, every year. Our first camp of the year is in Pittsburgh. It starts out in September, and it's all 16 NHL teams and several youth teams playing and we had over 375 scouts really? uh, and co- college coaches at it um, in Pittsburgh at, at the Penguins practice facility. So it's changed quite a bit. It's, it's a lot like baseball now where there's not as many bird dogs is out scouting individual games. They're going to these select camps and, and seeing the players. It's a much more efficient use of time, energy, and money. Uh, for for NHL teams and and college programs as well. Well, and the other piece to it is now, and I'm not saying that this is you know great high def always, but it's pretty easy to get video of these kids playing in a league like the USHL, right? So you you can watch a lot of games live or on tape or whatever you want uh, through streaming services that you couldn't before, correct? Correct. Every one of our regular season games is streamed on on a, a platform called Flow Sports. So fans can get those games. Scouts can get those games. NHL GMs get those games. In fact, on my way out to Montreal, I was on the flight with a lot of the Minnesota Wild scouting staff, including Bill Guerin, and and I had a chance to have dinner with Bill uh, prior to our flight. And I I go back with him uh, in the Olympics, both in 2000. Oh, did you know him from there? Yes, he he was a player at that time when I was in Salt Lake and in uh, Turin, Italy, and the World Cup of Hockey as well in, in 2006. So we go back and remain remain friends and still talk to him from time to time. But I asked him about our league, and he said, Bill, it's the premier junior league in all the world, and uh, we have a lot to look at these players. Surprisingly, in the past, though, I think it depends on the GM and the coach, uh, some some GMs really like the league and, and really focus on that, and others others don't. But the yeah. Wild, and you know, I looked at the history when I went back and looked, and the Wild have, you know, they they've selected in the past ten years over twenty of our players, which seems like a lot, but there's teams that have selected like double that amount. So really, what that tells me is everybody looks at it a little bit differently. But Bill, Bill spoke so highly of the league and. Um, it's a, it's a it's a tribute to the kind of coaches and and players that the, this league gets. I I sound so boastful about it, but what I'm saying is I I didn't realize getting into it coming from the NHL and then coming from the college ranks how how big a deal the USHL really is. Bill Robertson, our guest, as a former commissioner of a hockey league, Division One hockey league. Uh, and I don't know that they would have been that impacted by NIL money and the transfer portal, but to an extent they certainly are because they all are. But you've been an administrator in that capacity. 
what scares you the most about where college sports are at, knowing what you know and knowing how money is now going to be the overriding factor for so many? Well, I think they have to have some guardrails in place, and I don't think they're very good right now. I think it's still the wild, wild west. Um, And when I was in the WCHA, I warned all of our schools about NILs coming, and you're going to have to be ready for it. Uh, it, And and the shift is going from the university to the student-athlete, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And what I'm seeing, Mike, and this this isn't rocket science, but it's the haves and have-nots, and I heard your conversation yesterday morning with Pete Najarian yeah. on uh, the Sports Huddle uh, show on Sunday morning, and you guys were talking a little bit about it. But it is scary because when you get to the, the, the premier sports such as football and basketball, and then you get to sports like hockey and baseball, uh, it, it really comes down to who can afford what. Um, so your Alabamas and your Floridas, and your Michigans and Ohio States can afford something different than schools that say we're in the, the MAC conference or the WAC or the Big West conference. So you're going to see a real shift, I believe, in all the NCAA sports coming in the next couple of years. We've just reached the tip of this. Yeah. But what, I, what I'm afraid of is the guardrails aren't in place. Right. So there's people getting deals out there, and I, I don't think it's happening locally as much as it is uh, more in the SEC and, and other places where, where these deals are just incredible for the young athlete. And I don't think it's fair to the other students that they're playing with, uh, student-athletes. Well, that is. Bill Robertson's our guest, and you bring up a great point there. This is this is Pandora's box opened at warp speed. And so, even, so, so you get to an institution where a few guys get the money. Now, let's just say they don't end up being the star players. You got a problem in the locker room, you know? You bet. You bet. You can imagine if the quarterback is getting several hundred thousand dollars for making appearances and has his own car and he has a pizza deal and he's not sharing that with the offensive lineman and his, and his teammates. How how hard is that going to be for those kids to look and say, "Geez, I'm I'm working for you." <laughs> You're absolutely. Or or he gets beat out. You know, in the third game he doesn't play well and they go, "You're out," but you still got the deals. You know. Yes. And, and to, to, the, to the young student-athlete, if they have the ability to get those deals, more power to them. I don't, I don't think that's a problem. But college athletics has changed since you and I were in college for sure, and it's about to change again. And you're going to see these super conferences, and then everything else is going to be at another level, I think, over time, which yeah. is very sad, very sad to yep. me uh, because the, the – in college hockey in particular, the unions, the Providences, the small, these smaller schools could com- compete at the Division One level and play effectively. Minnesota State Mankato made it all the way to the championship game. And, and yet, yeah, and Denver's not that big either, and they won it. Correct. Those are smaller schools that are winning the national titles. That does not happen in college football, and I don't see it happening in college basketball either. But, but can ho- do you think hockey will end up maintaining what it is? In other words, it'll be a football, basketball, Super 5, or whatever it is, and then everybody else is here, and hockey will fit into some in, in that stratosphere somewhere uh, below that, you know, that Power 5, football, basketball, uh, and they can stay comfortable where they are? Or do you, or, or do you think that's almost impossible because the money will dictate it? 
Well, I think the money will dictate a lot of it always does, but uh, I think it'll be a, a tier, tier below that. And I think single sport conferences like hockey are in trouble because I think they're going to get absorbed by bigger conferences to say you're going to be part of our overall umbrella. Um, and, and that's just a fact of life, whether it's men's hockey or women's hockey, that's going to be an issue moving forward because uh, schools aren't going to be able to or, or want to afford to uh, to uh, fund a single sport conference like hockey. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we haven't even figured out where all the carnage is on this. Well, I got a baseball question for you because you worked uh, with the Angels and you know L.A. well. What would you do if you were still working PR with Otani? You, you've got this thing that nobody's ever really seen before. The team's not playing well. He's a standout. He sells tickets, etc. How do you manage a situation like that? Well, one thing they have for sure is is they they have over, I, I believe it's fifty uh, a- Asian media covering him every day in wow. Anaheim. I mean, that's, that's just to give people perspective. The Twins don't have fifty total right now. Correct. Yeah, correct. They have o- over fifty now. When I was with the Angels, they had the first pitcher uh, Shigatoshi Hasegawa, who's not a big name at the time. But back in the early 2000s and, and the late uh, 19, uh, 1990s, he was the first uh, American League player with Japanese. Before descent. Ashiro, yeah. Yes, and he, he uh, uh, Nomo was the first one with the Dodgers yep. in the National League. And, and we had over 25 media covering us every day. And, and, that's, and, and, and that's just the Asian piece of it. You still got... The Americans, the, the 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 regular beat writers, never in TV stations, everything else. Correct. So what I what I would do handling him is every time we went to a city, I would try to get a majority of the media responsibilities, and they are responsibilities, and I believe they needed need to take care of that because they they have to be selling uh, 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 that product and yep. that person. To, to the public since their team is not doing well. So if it's me, we go into each city and do media availability every homestand or every um, a road trip, excuse me, and then ev- before every homestand, we try to do that at the beginning uh, and get him out there and do all the things he needs to do to make that, that name the Anaheim Angels uh, successful. That's how I, That's how I would... Uh, projected so he has time to focus on his pitching and the other piece is his his, his bat that doesn't get here he has a one one special player from what i understand and i'm told mike a real quick story is last year when he played in the all-star game he had a bonus clause i think it was two hundred thousand dollars to make the all-star team from the angels he took all the money and gave it to the the, the clubhouse attendants trainers, the, the equipment managers, and the PR staff, the people that are taking care of him on a daily basis. He split it all up, had his agent do all that, and they cut him all checks um, as gifts, not as taxable income. But he wanted to make sure that they got, they got that for mm. all the people who did for him. That, so that is called thing. a great alliance to have if you're generous like that. Hey, Bill, we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll do it again, but thanks for the insight. All right, look forward to talking to you soon, Mike. Take care. You bet, Bill Robertson. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 